It is the D.L. Hughley Show, uh, your indictment. Indictment update. Of course, I am in uh, in, uh, Perrysburg, Ohio. I'll be performing tonight. I have two tonight, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. I'm always working. Always working. You work like you broke. Uh, That's how you're supposed to do it. So you don't ever have to worry about it. Um, So uh, what I find interesting uh, now is... um, I, I, all over t- all over TikTok and all over social media is is people dancing to Beyonce's country song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because she's got the beehive, so of course. But got- I, is the she she's going to get the best producers anyway in any right. genre. Well, I think there is something to be said, and we all know this in this industry, the program director, right? Whether it is the, the the biggest program director that is over everyone or individually, you still get to decide what you think is best for your audience, right? Which is why, you know, you and I have had this conversation about the differences in music, right? In terms of, you know, you have this particular format and that one, and they get to decide whether or not, you know, they think it fits. But the one thing that she has that they don't need, she don't need them. She, she can go right not. to the market. That's correct. Correct. Her song on TikTok is every bit as good as playing on any format. Mm. Anyone. Yeah. Radio is radio's not, in terms of, I think it'll always exist as a medium, but in terms of breaking new artists, some, a lot, most of the new artists we've heard have been on social media. Yeah. Well, TikTok or some some song. So um, they have, they, they, they pretend to have a lot more power than they actually do. It doesn't matter, like, if they, you know, what they did to the Dixie Chicks or anybody else they don't like, they might all of a sudden say we're going to not play them. And and the fact that you need a medium or that you don't need a medium the way that you used to lets you know that you can be a lot more independent and you can be a lot more precise and, and a lot more strategic than I'm, I'm sure. Every every time I turn on, I don't know how I got my algorithm because the last thing I want is boot scooting boot. I don't like that ain't my thing. <laughs> but all, all my algorithms, all this is food, asses and golf. I don't even know how it gets there. I don't even click on anything. <laughs> but food, have naked bras and golf. I don't have any idea. Well, you answered your own question. It's called the algorithm. Yeah. So but, whatever you yeah. spend a few seconds. I on. don't even spend seconds on them. They're yeah, lying do. on me. They're not, ah, not, yes, not, not Somebody. At all. Yeah. Yeah. all right. Happy birthday to Niecy Nash. <laughs> you know what? I'm. I've known her a long time. She's never looked happier or more pretty, beautiful to me. So this lesbian thing is is wearing well. It's working on her. Her. Yeah, it's I gotta say, mm. the dudes lost one there. <laughs> like like uh, the bread, it was like ah, hey. yeah. <laughs> you know. But her, you never want to be well. the, you never want to be the dude that made them jump the fence. Yeah, and she don't look like she need to come back either. She's doing sure great. Don't. Happy birthday to Dakota Fanning. Happy birthday to Aziz Ansari. I hate it when somebody. It was a bad date, and she, this chick tried to ruin his career. Mm. Just a bad date. I don't like you. You don't like me. That's mm. it. Uh, happy birthday to D'Angelo Russell. Happy birthday to Andrew Wiggins. Happy birthday to uh, Damon John. Happy birthday to, uh, birthday to Ed Tutal Jones. Happy birthday to Jamal Murray. Happy birthday to Erica Himmel from Mixtus. Happy birthday to Howard Jones. Happy birthday to Simone Whitmore from Married to Medicine. Possibly, of course, happy birthday to W.E.B. Du Bois. Uh, du Bois. Is it Du Bois or Du Bois? Du Bois. Du Bois. Okay. We can say, uh, and happy birthday to Flip Sanders. Those are all posthumous. We got a great show lined up for you. It is Friday, and if you're not going to hit Happy Out of the Club, we got you covered. Plus, Jazz, we're going to have what's trending on the DL Hughley Show. Jazz Man. What man? Can you please tell these good people what is trending? Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. People are a little upset with her saying that she's uh, this tone deaf, um, I guess, of this trip that she's taking to Israel. Basically saying that, you know, she doesn't believe everything she sees on the Internet. She needs to go see some things for herself. Um, Why would that be wrong? I. Why would people be mad about somebody not believing what they see or hear? 
and having the resources to go check it out? Well, I think it goes to, depending on how you feel about what is happening in Jerusalem and Gaza and all of those things, you know, they feel as though, you know, she should, this is not the time to travel there. I, I think, Michael no Rappaport should. goes there all the time. Yeah, but he got the same kind of backlash. No, Probably what? not quite as much as she well, has. Well, he's going for if you if to me if you're going to see both sides and you go, well, not even both sides if you're going to see for yourself and to make a determination for yourself how you feel about it and you have the resources it's none of your, it's none of nobody else's business. Nobody's business. Like uh like I, first off I, I feel bad about what happens to Tiffany a lot because I think that she gets a lot of. I think that she got famous all of, she's always been a talented person, but that fame hit her all of a sudden. Then people had all these judgments. Like Monique said, if you had a husband like mine, you wouldn't have got TUIs. You also wouldn't have had two girls trips either. You wouldn't have had that either. <laughs> you wouldn't have had that either. <laughs> you, wouldn't have, you, you wouldn't have been a star. But that, I, I think for, for her to be on this explorative thing, like she's, she's rapping now. She, she's going, I just, I just, I know her. I, I know her heart, and I think that it doesn't come from a malicious place where she's trying to placate anybody. I think she's genuinely cu- curious, and, yeah. and if you have the resources and the wherewithal, you can go. You should. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, you can or not. I don't know. Anyway, also trending, Steve Harvey started a conversation. You know, basically saying that there it is a myth that men and women can be friends. It is a myth that men he and said women it's can absolutely be not. It true. is a myth that it is a myth. Every female ha- friend I've ever had, I've masturbated to. Every single one. Yeah, but... That, well, you're a deviant. Yeah, that's not a deviant. No, but no you are that, no, That's not deviant. That's natural. <laughs> no, no, but, I'm talking about you as a person no, or a deviant. So no, that, that doesn't... Well, you're not making it any better. <laughs> I, I, I've said that. I don't think it is possible. I don't, and I know have I ever believed this possible. And it, if it, it does happen, it's generally on the woman's terms. I also think that just because you masturbate to someone does not mean that you are no longer friends. Unless you tell yeah, them, yeah. I am masturbating Damn it, to now you, everybody and knows. now you're doing something now, about you that. Kind of brought but it I think up. you can be platonic <laughs> yeah. with someone. Yeah, I have a lot of yeah. male friends. Why are you breathing so hard? That I have not masturbated to, nor have no, I No, no, I didn't say with. you did it. No. I didn't say you did it, but I bet they did it. Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean that we're no longer friends. No, to them, well, like I said, women will set the tone of yeah. whether you're friends or not. I don't think that's, I think that's a myth and a fallacy, but you can keep it in your head. It's like Valentine's Day being popular. It's, a, it's all that, all this weird and a fallacy. I think Steve is absolutely right right and I don't care how many times you ask me this question I'm not, well, listen, all first of all of ways, first of all I know you're going to manslay it to me anyway so I'm not yeah, going to okay. continue to ask Steve you was right I know <laughs> but he says he has absolutely no female friends because of that Steve's right okay. what do you think of the movie Love and Basketball I, I don't I, I don't I don't care about that I'm okay. telling you Steve it's right okay okay well we disagree. Well, but loving basketball is a ba- it's a female basketball player. She probably liked the same thing he liked. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? And it was a movie. <laughs> and they, and they ended up married. I mean, yeah, <laughs> come on, yeah. So I mean, and what is it? The, the the chances of a female basketball player who's a star making another basketball player is probably zero is, is zero 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 percent. It's probably happened four times in the history of the WNBA. So, you know. I mean that's to me it was it was a romantic thing, but I think you bought the wrong example of it. <laughs> no, I Man, did, it's a perfect he, example. He, did, yeah. he fell in love with a softball player. Ooh, same thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He, he no. fell in love with a female golfer. There's some like, like sports where that's a lot why of I call you deviant. <laughs> That uh, so. What else do we have, Jasmine? That's, that's all. it. That's what Steve right. was right. <laughs> love and basketball. Uh, he married uh, a, a female basketball player, which probably has never happened before. 
in, in any capacity. In le- the only time a dude married a female basketball player was in love and basketball. That's no. the only time that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the one straight dude chick mad. Ah, I, I, I married a dude. I married a, I married a guy. Yeah, Skylar right. Diggins, we got you. Okay. Yeah, right. that's it's it. You. There you go. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, it won't take long to run down the list. I know that. No. All right, coming up, we got more of the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Mm. Match, what the parent company that, um, of popular dating apps, Tinder, Hinge, and The League is facing a proposed class action lawsuit that alleges its apps are intentionally designed to encourage compulsive use, prioritizing uh, prioritizing course. profits over fostering uh, genuine relationships. No. There are six Hinge and Tinder is not to foster a, gen- a, a relationship, is it? What? they are apps that where people want to get laid, right? Well, only I think Tinder is when you want to get laid, but I think the others like Match in the League, the League specifically is when you have to. Hinge, I th- I'm not really sh- familiar with Hinge. Lana, this Hinge is when you want to get laid. But I think most people use all of them to get laid. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't really. I mean, yeah. it's designed. You know what? It's designed to what? What they say that why they get no? It prioritizes uh, basically making money over fostering yes. genuine relationships. No, if it, they they make money if people foster temporary relationships. Well, that's not true. If they if well, people yeah, are getting laid so. on Tinder, yeah. they'll yeah. be on it a lot. Yeah, that's true. But I know people who've met on these apps and gotten married. Yeah, okay, so you always pick the like. You it's know, true. Yeah, but that's the exception, not the rule. Well, well, it's I interesting that you always think it's one person when there are many. You can Google well, it and you say. Always then you say, always say, I know somebody. Well, I know, but then you always make it seem like all of your arguments are right and mine are wrong. You know it's why I make it seem like exception. that? Because you always true. pick weird arguments. Like, my cousin get child support. That's not true. <laughs> my cousin got married on hands. This is the one we got child support. Is that one? You have you have the exception to every rule. My cousin got one leg. What? What's what happening? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Then we can have an exception. 65.3% you know of the users on dating apps have gotten married. Okay. So that's an exception. No, we're that's not talking about. We're not, no, see, d- 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 you're doing a, a bit of a lawyer's dodge. We didn't talk about uh, dating apps. We are talking no, about Hinge. These are dating apps. Hinge, and they might call them dating apps, but Hinge and, and, and uh, Tinder are just for sex. No, they're not. Or mostly for sex. No, they're so not. So what you're doing is lumping all they're the other ones who sex. want to get together. Listen, let's what be is, clear. What, let's be clear. All of the dating apps can be used just for sex but Tinder what you're doing is lumping in all the people who want to get married and lumping them so, all together so now to look at what I said specifically when we started this was Hinge and and Tinder I know because I've made up profiles no I'm just kidding I didn't do that but <laughs> but those I'm, I'm, I'm separating them out from dating apps so don't try to then do we got that all together that I'm not saying the same thing look up uh, okay listen. do something in do the something U- normal listen to okay. me in what the US mean? 40% of couples met online and Tinder was the most popular application for them. Well, how is that? 30%. So that's that's what that's different than the 60% that no, you just said. I right? know, but that's because now you had me break it down because right. you said I'm specifically so, talking about Tinder. So, so now I've given you so stats Tinder, what, on Tinder. Okay, Tinder's 40%, right? No, 40% of couples met online. Okay. 
And, and it says Tinder is, is the most popular one of these and, that they met online. And 30% of them got married. So that's 70% married. of people didn't get married. They just got laid, right? So I was still but, right. No, no, you're wrong because you said the exception is reason. I, I know the only one person who got married. And clearly, 30% listen, of people got listen, married. Listen, most people use So either Tinder just simply say, you know what? No, 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 no. Tinder, okay, but what you're doing now is Tinder. changing your No, words. what you did you is try to add some nobody, stuff in. And Tinder which, is only used for sex. What you did was try to add them all together. Most people. And you think you're going to use your education to fool me. Our parents are fighting. I don't think we're going to do this. I don't want to hear from you. You're a background with dancer. Now, you said... I said most people use Tinder no, for you, sex. No, 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 no. Let's be clear. What you said was Tinder is and only you, used to have sex. And then you said fifty five percent of people. That was incorrect. It is not just used for sex. Then you said fifty five percent of people. And then I said most dating apps people use for sex. And, and I, I said, said let's be clear. People can use all the dating right. apps just and to have sex. And then you said what? You tried to no, pull up them no, all no, together. No, no, no. I said separate them I did, And I and did then, that. And, and it, I was still 30%, right. But I was still right. So 70% of people don't use it for that. They but that's not sex. all. You said Tinder was specifically It's 70 used. more than 30. You said all. It's you 70 more than 30. You said all. And you tried to lump them you all together. You said Tinder is only and then used I got, for then sex. Then you went to 40% and 30%. Wrong, I'm not wrong Kind at all. sir. I'm not wrong, wrong at all. It's sir, coming up. We've had some great on. calls this week. <laughs> if you didn't hear them, don't worry. It's Mike on. What did, yes. What had happened right. was no, Friday. No. It's coming up. Is he on? Maybe call him on hinge and that way we'll make sure it connects. All right. Is he on? Uh, it is uh, what had happened was Friday. So we asked Tuesday, black, a black comedian, David Lucas. He sparked outrage over a controversial George Floyd joke, which I, I think is weird because it wasn't actually a joke. It was more, uh, I don't know what it was. Uh, he apologized to the family, but not to the joke, which it has the effect of the same thing. But the point is, it was a joke. Do you feel like he should have to apologize for it? That was a question we posed to you. You said... Yes, I don't think that he should apologize for it because a joke is a joke, whether it's good or bad. You know, um, people apologize all the time. Or should I say, you know, tell a joke all the time. But just because a joke is told, some people may find it offensive depending on where their headspace is, you know. But I feel like a comedian would never make money if they were worried about how people thought about them. I think it was really, really sad and pathetic. It made more of a statement about him and where he's at. You know, we got enough sellouts in our community. Come on now. They should have ran his ass up out of there. I don't think he should have to apologize for a joke. It was in poor taste. Um, if he's going to apologize for it, he should go directly to the family and apologize. Uh, the joke should have been made at all, period. But you know how some right rednecks are. They ain't got no problem with him saying these things. So, yeah, he shouldn't apologize for it, but it shouldn't have been said in the first place. I agree with DL. I mean, freedom of speech. You should have the right to say whatever you want to say. Uh, I'm sorry that the white people didn't get the sense of humor, but uh, we hear from Trump's sense of humor every day. They seem to get that. So I'm with DL. I agree. You can say whatever you want to say. First of all, I don't think he should apologize. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's a joke. I don't understand why people go to watch a comedian, go listen to a comedian, and thinking that the the, the people they're going to watch, a man or female, they're going to watch a comedian, and they get so upset because sometimes these comedians say some of the outlandish stuff, and you get so upset about it. I don't I don't understand the uh, you know people how they get so upset going to, to a comedy club to watch a comedian. More of this week's best calls. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So Wendy, Wednesday, what it happened was a mom asked a judge for more child support money because she wasn't working. 
Uh, should she get the increase that she was asking for? That was the question uh, that we asked. Uh, you said? I think that she should find a job. Even if she don't want the job that she wants that, then she should keep that job until she get another one. She can't just decide what she want to do, what not she want to do, when she got a whole other life in the balance. That's not right. It's not fair. Hey, I don't think she should be. Uh, first of all, I want to tell DL I'm a big fan, but uh, she he shouldn't have to uh, pay no more child support because she don't want to work. She don't want to work. I think that she should get her tail out and go to work. That man shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to increase his uh, his child support because she don't want to work. And she's a real woman. She'll get out and go to work anyway. Oh, I think no. She shouldn't get no more money because she don't want to work. She shouldn't get no money. He already paying child support. She shouldn't get no money. But, and I got a comment. Sometimes I get tired of Jasmine because she always be on the women's side talking about how old is kid. It don't matter. If she's not working, we're not together. I'm already paying what they told me to pay. So I shouldn't have to pay no more. That's what I feel. Well, I agree with DL. First of all, she is she married to this man, to the baby daddy? Did they plan to have this baby? He's already paying child support. Do she want him to pay child support for the baby or for herself? Because if he's already paying child support, it looks like she's looking for extra funds to take care of herself. I think there's a bunch of crap. I'm, I'm like 60-40 with the child support because, first off, the child support is for the child, not for the mother. She can find a job, just not the job that she wants. So that's no excuse for her to try to increase his child support wages because she can't find a job to put a hardship on him because he's taking care of the child, not him and her. That's not good. That's not rational. So yesterday what had happened was a father uh, and his teenage son, 19, got into an argument. The son, about the son smoking weed, the father kicked his ass out. And the son had no place to go and froze to death, which is a cautionary tale. Unless you want to be a character in Frozen, you should watch your mouth. That's what that's what I think. <laughs> but we asked you all, did you think the father should be charged? Uh, and you said? Yes. As a mother, I say yes, he should be charged with whatever the law states. Whatever the law states. Because if you can't leave a dog outside in inclement weather, I don't care how angry you were. That said, apparently he didn't. he knew what the weather was. When he put him out, and I'm not saying he might think he's justified in putting him out. Maybe it was a repetitive situation, but it's saying he did not go back and check. He knew it was cold. I don't know how the young man left the house, what he was wearing. But if the weather was, was deadly, he should have checked. Um, yes, I'm saying I, I don't care what anybody say. Yes, he just about, he sent that boy to his death sentence. I wonder about the legality of putting somebody out. You know, as far as a, a illegal eviction, you know, they say if you got clothes and stuff in somebody's house that you can't be put out of that house. A 19-year-old is a grown person, and uh, that's his place of residence. So I wonder about the legalities of that. I don't think the father should be charged, um, especially if this is a teenager doing drugs. I don't think he should be charged because you would think if it got cold, he would humble himself and come back home or have sense to come out of the cold. Well, my thoughts is when you're 19 years old and you're in your father's house and doing things against his will, you need to have an alternate plan if uh, something should uh, go awry because you're actually grown. So uh, you have no standing. The father shouldn't be charged, and that's 
You just need to obey his parents when he's uh, that age because you're subject to be put out. That man should not be charged. That young man, unfortunately, he should have known that it was old. I mean, the father had no way of knowing that something like that would happen, so he should absolutely not be charged. No, I do not think he should be charged because I work with the homeless people every, every week, and uh, people get evicted every day. Uh, the homeless people died for the past couple of years that I've been working with. Uh, nobody's charged, so why should the father be charged if, if he put his son out? So the answer is no. Well, I don't think the dad should be charged um, for this um, because the father didn't kill the child. And I'm assuming the child is not like a minor or something if he's smoking weed. But I know uh, minors do smoke weed. But um, I don't think the father should be charged because the father is going to suffer every day. You know, losing a child, that's suffering enough. But no, I don't think the father should be charged. And again, I don't want people to think I'm making light of the situation. It's just ironic to me. Yes. I think that a lot of fathers and sons or daughters and and mothers have conflict a lot of times. I think that any great number of people who are homeless, some of them are not crazy. Some of them are not uh, drug addicts. Some of them can't shut their mouth and got kicked out the house. (laughs) That's it. You know what I mean? And I do feel bad about anybody who doesn't, because I think when you're 19 years old, you don't really understand the impact of your words and your actions. Yeah. And that that could lead. But I do. I, I will say this. It is a cautionary tale for all smart mouth teenagers. How about that? You better bring something more to the table than attitude and appetite. Yeah. A, a frozen adolescent sickle. I know that. <laughs> frozen adolescent. It's going to be. I'm telling you, they should make a, a, a movie of the week about this. Yeah, they probably will. Lifetime should do a movie. No, they don't do Perhaps. that about kids. No. Who does that about kids? Remember we just had those after school after specials? After school specials. It was like ABC or something. James at 16. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do James at 16 degrees. I'm going to say this. As good as you are with your phone, check the weather before you run your mouth. That's, That's all I'm going to say. That's the truth. All yes, day. Yeah. Now it's time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. You tell them I'm coming and hell's coming with me. You hear? Candace Owens. Hello, boys. I'm back. Is an American conservative author, talk show host, political commentator, and activist. You're not an intellectual. You're a fake and a fraud. Owens is known for her pro-Trump activism as a black woman. Uh, look at my African-American over here. In addition to her criticism of Black Lives Matter, she hosts Candace, a political talk show. Isn't that precious? So... Why is Candace Owens this week recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? Answer the question! She gets the shoe booty because her mouth is running a marathon and her butt ain't even close to the finish line. You are out of your damn little pea-sized mind. Candace has more Shoe Booty Awards than Beyonce has Grammys. She's the Beyonce of the Shoe Booty. And I'm a whole lot of women. But before she gets this shoe booty directly in her flat butt. Let's remove the stick of her prune shooter that's bothering her big house mentality. Stop whining. You lack discipline. Crazy Candace says she is terrified of woman pilots. (laughs) No, 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 no. While criticizing diversity, equity, and inclusion, 
DEI hiring practices, you know, more diversity, less bigotry in the workplace. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. And of course, conspiracy theory candy criticized the policies as giving jobs to people based on race and gender and not on their credentials. Man, this is some bullshit. She went in like NeNe Leakes was her pilot. You want to be the it girl, but you ain't got it. She went on to say, it makes her upset to think this way. I believe that like I believe she has black friends. The lie detector determined that was a lie. She loves the controversy. She's taking to this like a pig in mud, like a cow to cud. Well, that comes as no big surprise to me, sir. Tell Bessie Coleman, the first black female pilot, she doesn't belong after what she went through. Or Carol Simpson, the first black anchor on NBC in 1975. She opened the door for you, girl. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. She never stopped to think that for nearly a hundred years, women and people of color with the right credentials have been overlooked. Can I get an amen? And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to... a swift kick in the ass again. For those of you who are not regular listeners of the D.L. Hughley Show, here's just a tiny bit of why you should listen every single day. People were talking about 50 Cent looking good, slimming down. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. You know what he said the secret to his weight loss is? Abstinence. Or maybe not going to the candy shop. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to the candy shop, if you know what I mean. And he said it actually helps him stay focused. And, uh, you know, he said, I think everybody should try it. He looks good, though. That usually burns calories if you're doing it right. So I don't know what's... Anyway, now that he's looking good, he's going to be going back to the candy shop. I don't know. D.L. Hughley is the greatest babysitter. He is a regular kinder care. That's yeah. kind of weird reference. That's that's weird. Well, well, take it for how you, you know, okay. whatever. <laughs> that's a little weird reference. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's beyond debate that I am the greatest babysitter who ever existed. <laughs> Who's doing the debating? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, better than Mary Poppins. Easy. Oh my God! No. Uh, every time Steph got us, he took the airplane and flew off. I never did that. <laughs> Welcome to the very first day of uh, Black History Month. Yes. Right. Oh, it's over already. Pay attention. <laughs> it's a leap year. It's going to last a little longer this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do for Black History Month, Jazzy? Uh, try to learn more history. Look in Texas, Florida. <laughs> I'm telling you, at one point, it was illegal for slaves to learn. Now it's illegal to learn about slaves. It's, uh, mm. Wow. It's an amazing thing. Nicki Nicki Minaj. Minaj. What is with her? I don't know. She has X out of place in history. She's dope. She's great at what she does. Megan the Stallion been bit through enough. We ain't gonna be mean to each other now. I know. Man, let me tell you something. It's if it's me, I'll be mean. I bet you what? I ain't say nothing about your husband and, and your, your brother. brother. <laughs> you know what you'll never hear at Nicki Minaj's house? Sleepover. Yeah. That'll never happen. <laughs> I bet you what? You never had a Girl Scout meeting over there. <laughs> the next child you have is gonna have to be a thousand feet away from your husband. Yeah. Ain't that something? It is the D.L. Hughley Show, your... Indictment update. Hey, listen, if you are in Perrysburg, Ohio, I'm here, so come check me out tonight, two tonight, two tomorrow, and one Sunday at the uh, at the Funny Bone in Perrysburg. 
usually I'm reticent to go places with Berg or Veal on the end of them. Yeah, I don't blame you. Because they don't usually work out well for black people. (laughs) (laughs) Nashville was the exception, but then the Klan just walked through there on Black History Month. Anything with horses and boats. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Berg's, Veal, or Berg's, or Berg's, or Veal's are scary to me. And black white people stay away from anything with heights, village, or courts. <laughs> yards. Yards. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. saying yards. Yeah. High, heights, village, courts, yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of them. Terrace. Yeah, ter- now, yeah terrace. Terrace first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, and gardens. No, gardens. Because ain't nothing growing there but Sounds frustration nice, and your but chances of getting robbed. That's, yes, that's really what's Without that question. Is. Yes. So, but um, we were talking about. about uh, we keep going back to the kid that got, and I feel because I, I get all of these texts and uh, not texts, but uh, all these uh, complaints. Yeah, where people are like, "That's so insensitive." <laughs> Is that the words looking That's for? That's so cold. Well, he, I wasn't the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's gone now. He can't hear it. I just think that Terrible. that you can't get mad at the father because he didn't he didn't look outside and go. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to teach his dude a lesson. I'm sure. Well, considering. It obviously it happened on multiple occasions, and this has it happened more guy, than once. Well, yeah, that was that was the whole problem. He was a, a frequent user of narcotics, if you will. That's not narcotics. Wow. Well, to the daddy it was, yeah. so y'all can wow and right. oh my goodness, yeah. if you want to. Yeah. But his ass got put out. Yeah. So it was something that his dad didn't like. Well, his dad's and now he's gone. His dad's a murderer now. No, <laughs> they're not gonna. They're not <laughs> pressing charges against that him. Doesn't mean he's they not called a it a misadventure. So yeah. he's a neglector. The he's misadventures of Frozen Parish. Yeah, he's he's at home. Yeah. That's where he yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he didn't yeah. get in trouble. You know how... Never mind, I ain't gonna even say oh, this. Right. But you know how you leave something in the freezer for a long time and it... Get freezer burnt? It, yeah. yeah. Got that little frost I, on it. Yeah, like the you know the fish sticks you ain't used for a long time? Mm-hmm. How long does it take for the, a human being to freeze? I it depends, depends how cold on the is. pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been that cold if it were England. I'm sure it was not that cold. It was enough for hypothermia. It, 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 it had to be below 32. What though, I know. Right? It's, well, it's on the death certificate, so. Uh, you yeah, can, it's you not, can. and it, it's not so much temperature. So he wasn't was actually frozen. He was just. Yeah, you can uh, die of hypothermia and be yeah. Yeah. above freezing. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Jump in yeah. some water that's 50 degrees. It, in about an hour, you might be checking out. That, that didn't happen to Jack on the Titanic. That's yeah. all I'm saying, so I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know. He ended up. <laughs> he, she, she ain't make room for him on that little right. raft, and he, he was, was floating down there. Yeah. He ended up in three other movies. That's what he ended up in. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Titanic Part 2. It wasn't that one, no. <laughs> he ended up in three other. He ended up having a great career is what he ended up doing. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a board. It was a springboard to a to an Oscar night. <laughs> Nomination for that. To a better career. All right, coming up this hour, we got uh, my day butt of the week plus it's Friday. If you're not hitting happy out of the club, we're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party. And we've got Alibo, the streaming hack warrior on the DL Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. Deal, my home brother. What's that, Alibo? It is still the Blackie History Month, so let us honor another few unsung African and American pioneers. First, we honor Mr. Levy A. Price from Virginia Beach and Virginia. In 1973, he was the first man to smack the taste out of someone's mouth. Uh-oh. In 1964, I needed the Wilson of Philadelphia and your Pennsylvanias was the first person 
to go to the grocery store with a shower cap still on her head. Uh-oh. <laughs> and in 19 and your 59, Mariana De Henry was the first person to take the plastic off the good furniture. I'm serious. Today's movie, it will make your heart race like it is a runaway slave. The movie is Madam Web, starring Dakota D. Johnson. This is the newest Marvel movie everyone hasn't been waiting for. <laughs> In this movie, Cassandra Webb develops the power to see at the future. Forced to confront revelations about her past, she forges a relationship with three young women bound for powerful destinies. If they can all survive a deadly present danger. If she could see the future, why could she not stay out of danger, DL? Huh? She sees trouble on the subway? Get on the bus, woman. I'm serious. And the girls, she meets all of them. She teams up with them, and they all have the powers too. They all have some kind of Spider-Man power. So it's like four Spider-Girls. And the villain that's chasing them around, guess who he is dressed like? A spider. Five spiders is enough in one movie. I feel like Samuel L. D. Jackson in Snakes on Your Plane. I'm sick of these spiders. Well, you know the rest. The movie is fast, it's fun, it's marvel. If I could see into the future, I would never see this film again. I'm sitting there. I give this movie two handouts and a matching can of bug spray. Uh-oh. This is Elibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's diary. We have your diary, woman. Either you read it or we. Read it. Why do you write this diary and you know we're going to. And you. Why don't you hide it better? Why do I have to hide it? Why are you looking for it? Get your own business. You know business. what? That's the thing. That's, That's the, the thing. thing right there. Get your own business. If you want us Worry to about not yourself. find it. Okay. Worry if about you want yourself. us to not find it. You should do better. It's always the same place. I just I have to put it higher. That's all that is. <laughs> no, because nobody else can get it. <laughs> then nobody else, nobody else can get it. Skip can get it still. Skip ain't looking. It's always you. No, no, no. No, I, I you know, in full disclosure, I just Just do let it. me read my diary in peace. I do what I'm told here. The devil. I do what I'm told here. You that's know it, you That's lying. all I do. I am a I'm a automaton. I just mm. come in, do what I'm told. Yeah. Oh, I notice the God. silence from Skip and Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's because they didn't program it. That's <laughs> a program. Hey, join me, Jasmine Sanders, as I set sail out of Miami, Florida, with you and a few of your bad girlfriends. It's the Jasmine Sanders Bad Girls Trip on the Tom Joyner Fantastic Voyage 2024. Bad girl, baby, if you're a bad girl. Salabity, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic, San Juan, and Puerto Rico. Check out how you can win a cabin. Just text the keyword bad girl to 37890 or log on to the DL for your chance to win a bad girl's trip with the ultimate bad girl herself, me, Jasmine Sanders. And of course, a cabin for you and three of your bad girl friends. If you're a bad girl, get at me, bad girl. To set sail on the Tom Jordan Fantastic Voyage. Book your cabin for the bad girl's trip with me, Jasmine Sanders, by calling two. 414-495-1963. Be sure to enter the code word Jasmine. That's J-A-S-M-I-N-E for your cabin discount. Oh, oh, oh. 
All right, coming up, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. That's next. Plus, we're going to celebrate Black History Month with Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. That's coming up in less than 15 minutes. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your Indictment update. So, if you're in Perrysburg, Ohio, I am here this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Um, it, it, do you think it was a pretty mild winter this year? For us? Oh, yeah. I think it's over in Dallas. It's going to be 80 degrees in I know that uh, according to the rain in I'm LA, for yeah, sure, yeah. it's they say it's the worst ever. It's like on record as the worst, the wettest and worst for California in history. Yeah, mm. and last week was pretty bad too, but not as bad as this year. It doesn't. It seems well. I've been gone most of the time, so I can't really mm-hmm. tell. Somebody better call I, Tony, I, Tony, Tony. They need to redo just, that yeah, song. Yeah. yeah, you know, if they come to California with that, we're gonna whoop their ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it rains now. Run all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it never rains in <laughs> <laughs> we got an update <laughs> well, you, better, you better start singing whip appeal we may be east yeah it was it's, so for us it was been pretty but that's what we it was in three years of drought five, four years of drought now it's yeah now almost it's just drowning water everywhere it was uh, they say that it was the blooms were so uh, plentiful you could see them in space hmm that's how much foliage bloomed. Mm. You can see it in space. Wow. And so it's going to be worse this year. There was uh, two lakes that came back that, that had been gone for 100 years. Oh, wow. I did that, yeah. Two I had to come back. And the problem is people built houses there. Like, a hundred years. <laughs> they're like, hey, man, this is a great dry creek bed. And they're like, nah, we coming mm-hmm. back. <laughs> so, I'm glad. I can water my grass. Yeah, well, you ain't got to right now. Mm. You would think it would have God is doing a pretty good job of watering your guys right now. Yeah, but it's not not it's not now that counts. It's going to be in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah you get the reservoir. Your, is your pool overflow? Yes. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. That's that's, how, that's that's rich people problems right there. Oh, listen to you. Overflow. I didn't Only say you my pool overflow. Can you know why? Because my pool is high, farther away. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's further away. What are you talking about? It's further away. My pool has never flooded before. Hmm? I don't even have a pool. Lies. <laughs> I don't. Yes, you do. I do not. It's a yeah, cement it just pond. doesn't swim in the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> he calls it a cement I, pond I, like the Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. No. Well, <laughs> that's a pool. <laughs> the, whatever. I mean, I was just asking her how that pool flooded. She said it had. Well, it didn't flood, but it got pretty high. You were, would you, what were you going to do? What do you mean? We're going to put up sandbags. I wasn't going to do nothing. <laughs> That's the Lord's work, honey. I can't fool with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go out there what? and mess when with that. When your insurance wouldn't have covered it, it would have been mm-hmm. in work. <laughs> no, my house is higher. It wouldn't have come inside. Oh, really? Yeah. Then you, you had a friend who's pool I, flooded yeah. down. She, lived in the, she lives in the hills. Yeah. All your mm-hmm. friends got pool endangerment. Y'all, yeah. y'all got to get right with the Lord. Something going on. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. Coming up this side, we got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. We're going to celebrate Black History Month with Jamal Kingsley. And we will bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, here to recognize black people are making history today is uh, Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Okay, before we begin, let me give you the backstory. Remember when we were all watching the Joe Biden, Kamala Harris inauguration? We were all in awe and damn near brought to tears listening to that black, beautiful young woman deliver that powerful poem so eloquently. 
I remember wiping the tears from my eyes and asking, who is she? Well, her name is Amanda Gorman, the first person to be named National Youth Poet Laureate. I don't even know what a laureate is, but damn it, it sounds important, and I'm glad this young black sister was the first. Think about it, my brother. Amanda Gorman has an auditory processing disorder and is hypersensitive to sound. She also had a speech impediment during childhood, but overcame all that to become the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history, who just so happened to have graduated cum laude from Harvard University. Think about it, my brother. Less than a day after she delivered her poem at the inauguration, Amanda Gorman made history again. Her book, The Hill We Climb and Change Sings, hit number one and two on both Amazon and Barnes and Noble's bestseller list. And check this out. Amanda Gorman is not only brilliant, she's also a hottie. She's signed to IMG Modeling Agency. You go, girl. Think about it, my brother. I will never forget the image of Amanda Gorman standing in front of the United States Capitol, eloquently delivering that powerful poem, wearing that yellow coat and red hat, looking like a tube of Carmex. Think about it, my brother. And if you ask Amanda today, she will tell you she will run for president someday. Well, you got my vote, young sister. So here's a Black History salute to Amanda Gorman. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, recognizing black folk who are making black history today. Now think about that, my brother. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. A monument honoring the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. created by Ed Dwight, the nation's first African-American NASA astronaut candidate, was vandalized in a Denver park this week by perpetrators who pried off a large bronze plaque and other pieces from the statue's pedestal. The damage to the I Have a Dream monument in City Park was discovered Wednesday morning by a concerned citizen. Vern Howard, project manager of the monument, told ABC News, he suspects the vandalism and theft were a coordinated effort, saying the largest piece taken from the monument was too heavy to have been carried off by a single individual. The Denver, Colorado Police Department Bias Motivated Crime Unit has launched an investigation and police are asking for the public's help in catching the culprits. During a fundraiser for his re-election campaign Wednesday night, President Joe Biden called Russian President Vladimir Putin a crazy SOB. Mr. Biden also took aim at former President Donald Trump's comments comparing himself to the Russian opposition leader who died last week in an Arctic prison. Biden was talking about climate change when he said, we have a crazy SOB like Putin and others, and we always have to worry about nuclear conflict. But the existential threat to humanity is climate. Tens of thousands of AT&T customers experienced outages in home phone, internet, and mobile services early Thursday morning. Cricket Wireless, which is owned by AT&T and uses its networks, also experienced outages. Most users were affected, reporting issues with mobile phone service. In addition to AT&T and Cricket Wireless, hundreds of customers of Verizon, T-Mobile, Boost, and U.S. Cellular were also affected. Despite speculations of a cyber attack, authorities found no evidence of such, and federal agencies, including the FBI and FCC, are investigating the event. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. 
be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. That's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your If you are in Perrysburg, Ohio, I'm here. So I'm on my way. Nice. On my way down there. On my way. Walking across. Yeah, bergs are really scary for me. Bergs and veals, I usually try to avoid. Stay away from them. <laughs> Got to stay away from them. Bergs but, uh, and the veals. Bergs and veals. Remember that. Burrows are always like cool. Natural. Especially if you Nashville, see tiki yeah. torches. Natural's good. How about parks? Iffy. But but for sure, bergs and veals. Towns. Oof. Mm. You got to stay away from those. Well. Um, so I'm going to be uh, not taking my own advice. I'm here at Perrysburg. So I got two tonight, <laughs> two tomorrow. And one uh, Sunday at the Perrysburg uh, Funny Bone. So make sure you come check me out. Jasmine Sanders, yes. what did you learn today? So I found out that, uh, remember I, we talked earlier in the week, I think I reported that Larsa Pippen and Marcus uh, Jordan had broken up. Yeah. Actually not true. They're still together. And a lot of and some of our friends together. are upset because they said that it was actually like a, like a fake kind of. Yeah. We just made it up. Yeah. And she said she overreacted and deleted all of his pictures and whatever. But the wedding's still on, so yeah. there you go. Better marry that bruh fast. <laughs> no, you should get rid of that. TikTok. Yeah. Um, so, uh, skip my man Cheatham. What'd you, what'd you learn today? I learned today that Jasmine been holding out on us, man. Jasmine been holding out. You just learned that today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, heard the diary lately? slow read. <laughs> she is taking some of her bad girlfriends on the Tom Joyner Fantastic Voyage, man. They, they, you know, she's got a, she got a whole contest. All you got to do is uh, text bad girl to 37890 and, you know, you can win. And Jasmine is going to be a bad girl off mm-hmm. on the boat. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh, saying. Jasmine's already a bad girl. I'm just going to yeah. bring some other girls along with me. There you go. Bad together. Yeah, I, 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 I hang down, yeah. you know. Oh, Make man. sure some of them Drink are lifeguard trained. Oh, no, we not. We not. We and whenever y'all do, like stay that, away man. from the rails. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. But the rails mean, around the bar, that is. <laughs> yeah, I hope to have a, a, a very nice cabin, you know, or of something. Oh, Sometimes you know, on a cruise. I, I, I better not be on the bottom, I can tell you that. Yeah, well, I would mm. not count on that. Tom's going to save all his cruises for money. Let me tell you something, Tom. You can have me in the bottom if you want to. I'll get right off that boat. First time I ever heard you complain about being on the bottom, Jasmine. I'm just saying. And it won't be the last. Started at the bottom, now she's here. That's right. I've played the Tom Joyner cruise a number of times. And what they'll do is it'll be a good good cabin, but somebody's coming in at the next port and they expect you to leave. So if you're not, they don't. What do you mean? So I had a cabin, and I was only there for two days. So somebody else came. Okay, well, well, but see, you said you were only there for two days, yeah. so you already knew. Yeah, and the I was second getting day, out. you got to go. Yeah. So that's that's but different. I, I, I would suggest that. Uh, yeah, if I'm only going to be there for two days, then no, yeah. Jasmine yeah, balling the whole time. And, if, you know, if you don't get in the contest, you can go to FantasticVoyage2024.com and put in Jasmine as your little keyword, and then you can get a yeah. special discount. So and swimming lessons. And bad girl. Yeah. Swimming lessons. Yeah. You said you're gonna do you're gonna do mermaid lessons. You no, no, that's a okay. That's somebody else. <laughs> that's another Jasmine. <laughs> All right, coming up on the next D.O. Hughley show, the militant man Jamal Kingsley's gonna return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Plus, we got another special case short bus record banger. Have a great, safe weekend. It is the D.L. Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. It's the D.L. Hughley show. See you on the other side.